Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com, and this is your weekly forecast for January 30th through February 5th of 2022. So how's everybody doing? We are entering a very powerful week that includes the new moon, the gate of power, Juno moving into Aquarius, which is a big deal, and Mercury going direct. So very good energy for moving forward ever so slightly or at least preparing to move forward, right? So we kick off this week with Sunday, January 30th, with the Sun square Uranus. As with any Uranus activation, this one disrupts the normal flow in order to facilitate a break-to-realign moment. While sometimes disruptive and challenging, the ultimate result is refreshing in some way. Consider the energy that thickens, gathering for a severe thunderstorm, then releasing buckets of rain for hours. You sleep deeply and awaken to a bright, sunny morning with birds chirping unusually loud outside your window. Got the visual? This activation is the necessary challenge that gets your attention as something better is available if you're willing to improvise and think on your feet. If you've been unusually restricted in some way, you may feel restless. Rather than being reactive to the unexpected shift, whether it's within or without, it's best to take a pause for the cause, step back, and try to gain some perspective. Remember to be present. Too far in the past can be depressing, and too far in the future, and you cause yourself unnecessary anxiety. Breathe, be under the sky, invite clarity about the next step, and trust your gut. This energy, while sometimes uncomfortable and often sudden, is very necessary to disrupt any illusions or delusions you may be holding on to over long. It's time to express yourself in all new ways, so the old ways naturally stop working in order to get your attention. Deep breath. So this is Sun and Aquarius, so that sovereignty, freedom, independence, part of your identity is going up against the collective energy of Uranus and Taurus, which is asking us to become a little more embodied as a generation, as a group, right? Because it rules the bigger picture. So as an individual, in order to function on planet Earth, which is ever-changing, but especially right now, we have to be flexible. We have to be able to improvise and think on our feet. We have to be a little detached from outcome because it's a little crazy right now. But you've heard me say, when nothing's in place, then anything is possible. So keep dreaming and keep formulating your plans for forward movement because no matter what it looks like, we're still going to be moving forward very soon. By spring and summer, you will feel it. And the energies will shift dramatically by May, June as well. So you'll have new energetic support that we haven't had access to in a long time. So just keep that in mind. This first part of the year is a lot of endings and clearing things up from the past and tying up those loose ends. Venus just went direct yesterday on January 29th. So you may be feeling more of an ending vibe than a new beginning vibe, but you've got to keep in mind that that ending is in preparation for the new beginning. So you want to do it as clean and consciously as possible. As we jump to the Aquarius new moon, another new beginning, February 1st, which is Tuesday, on the East Coast. On the West Coast, it's January 31st. So deep breath. This month, we are ready to seed completely new patterns and cycles of being an individual contributor to a larger community. Every year, we use this time to laser away the non-essential and anything blocking the new vision for the year from taking root. Okay, so remember what I said, we're clearing the path so that we can activate a new vision. 
What is most important to you this year, 2022? Are you working on a new role that you would like to play going forward at this new level of maturity and higher level of consciousness? And what kind of communities do you want to be a part of and contribute your energy to, right? We have to think about these things because most of us have lost community. We've lost friends and family one way or another behind the last two years of madness. So we're dreaming up what we're going to do next. How are we going to socialize and interact? Because you can't keep humans away from each other. We are communal by nature. So rather than fight about it, let's set ourselves up for success in a different way. Let's go at this from a different angle, right, so that we don't walk into their traps. So that's why we got to stay individuals with this Aquarius new moon. That's the most important thing to filter into your new moon intentions is the sovereignty, independence, and freedom. Aquarius new moon is when you can dig into how your own unique essence can contribute to humanity and the planet in some way. It's connecting to your heart and discerning what you most value and are willing to build or invest in so that you are stabilized and whole enough to channel your own clean, authentic power for the greater good of all life. That's the fixed energies in our chart. These are the aspects of self we all have it somewhere Some of you actually have planets animating Leo, Aquarius, and Taurus, Scorpio. But let me read that again. It's connecting to your heart, which is Leo, and discerning what you most value and are willing to build or invest in, which is Taurus, so that you are stabilized and whole enough to channel your own clean, authentic power, which is Scorpio, for the greater good of all life, Aquarius. So right now you are thinking about your individual contribution within the context of the social collective. That's why I said you want to think about how you're going to interact, whether it's on a personal or professional level, going forward, and really set yourself up to be able to do that properly without a middleman, without permission, you know, where you're completely sovereign. This month, like I said, my fixed babies are on deck. Aquarius is doing initiation, so that's in their area of life or the house in your chart. Leo's the integration. So remember, as we initiate new things on one side, it affects us on the opposite side, 180 degrees away, there's a ripple. And we have to integrate something on that side, on the Leo side, to make this flow better. Then that means that Taurus Scorpio is all about the growth and development. So that means our Taurus Scorpio houses have to push out of their comfort zone, make some changes and some choices, let's say all under the guise of supporting the initiation integration piece right? So it's all connected. And like I said, if you have planets, that makes it a little more intense for you personally. Basically, December, January has led right to here and now. So it is good to do a little bit of review of what new Sagittarius truth and story is emerging that you just kicked off in December. And what new Capricorn structure and foundation are you creating that will contain, nurture, and support your new Aquarian unique brilliance that wants to come through you? Even if it's simply living more completely centered in your own authentic self and sharing that with others. So some of us are doing personal work and rebuilding ourselves internally, and some of us are working on our outer world and the things that we're building in the world to support others. Most of the time we're doing both one way or another. But just trust yourself and set your intentions around what you really want to start contributing to or cultivating going forward. Because like I said, you know, until spring equinox, We're still in completion mode in a lot of ways thanks to the Venus and Mercury retrograde kicking off the new year. Then on February 1st, 
we have Juno entering Aquarius until April 20th. Now, Juno takes four to five years to make it through the Zodiac, so it's been a while since we've had her there. But I want to remind you here that this is special because she just finished in Capricorn traveling with Vesta and Venus. So all the sacred feminine were just together in Capricorn. Vesta is the sacred individual. Venus is your values and priorities and those old roles and responsibilities that we're clearing out. So here, Juno is resetting those new roles and responsibilities that we are choosing in partnerships now and going forward. We have, theoretically, agreed to new terms. So now, as she moves through Aquarius, our independence, sovereignty, and freedom within the context of all our relationships, partnerships, and collaborations at home or work becomes the number one priority. If we cannot feel that things are fair and balanced, or if there is constant ego battles and drama at every turn, then it's not going to work on any level, private or public. The best thing to do with this energy is detach and discover the larger vision or perspective for your life at this time. After a lot of closure in recent months, now is the time to dream up how you would like to navigate your partnerships in the future. Also on February 1st, which is Tuesday, at 7 p.m. Eastern, I begin the new Astro 101 class for my 80s and 90s babies. So those of you born between 1980 and 2000, you are really encouraged to join me this go-round. We still have room for about three or four more people. It's eight weeks for $200 every Tuesday night. I'm going to leave registration open for just a week or two because once we get into it, unless you're just going to do the recordings, it'll be a little too hard to catch up. So hopefully you can join between now and mid-February and have some fun with us. This class is all about learning about cycles and patterns but using your own chart to do it. So for my individuals, they are just learning about themselves, but then I do have several professionals that like to take this too because it helps them when they're working with others and astrology. So if that is something that you were working on or you're starting to learn because you're a budding astrologer, of course, this is a good way to get some more information under your belt. Or if you're like me and you just like to combine modalities, like I do so much with healing in different ways and different modalities that I add the astrology to and it's just really powerful. So join us if you can because we're kicking it off this week. Then on the third, which is our gate of power, but first we're going to talk about Mercury going direct in Capricorn. So it'll be in Capricorn for this last little bit until February 14th. Now we begin the post-shadow period, which is when we start to integrate all that's come up in the last six weeks. This back and forth through Capricorn Aquarius continues the work of creating structures for your life and containers for your creativity that allow you more freedom and authenticity. We can no longer fake it. So if what we are doing does not have meaning or value, then it's going to be harder to participate or contribute. If you haven't got any creative projects cooking at this time, then dig into your own individuality and look for the upgrade. It will be in the area of life where you used to be overly attached, but now that has lost its emotional charge and you can easily let the issue and those associated with it go with ease and grace. It is a liberation when the monkey mind gives you a break and you are no longer directly affected by others' choices or behavior. Deep breath. I've also decided to include the post-shadow meditation and post-shadow divinations for you to review 
This was part of the Mercury retrograde class. So I'm going to have two more of these throughout the year. The next one will be when it goes backwards in Gemini and forward in Taurus. So look forward to that Mercury retrograde class where you get pre-shadow, the actual retrograde, and post-shadow materials to work with that help you navigate with consciousness. So here you'll get a little taste of what that is, and maybe you'll join me next time. So the same day that Mercury goes direct, we have our Aquarius Gate of Power, which is all about inspiration and purification. So this is a time of change, new hopes and dreams, broadening your vision, your definition of freedom, independence and leadership, new beginning and clean slate, healing of all self-love issues, acknowledging the turning point, complete rebirth, new life, and new look. So maybe for yourself or your creative babies. Trying new and innovative ways for living. So we want to think outside the box, do something different to simplify your life. This time of year is when your unique contribution to the community comes up for renewal. How do you want to shift that in the new year? We use this sacred season to reset, to rest, replenish, and ruminate. We inspire our fiery creativity and new projects or old projects get renewed. So this is Imbolc or Candlemas, depending on your culture and how you follow the seasons, but it's a cross-quarter. The Aquarius Gate of Power, and it is the second of the eight sacred seasons. So we have winter, spring, summer, fall, which are basically solar points of year that everyone's familiar with. The midpoint between winter, spring, summer, fall is what we call the Gates of Power. So it's more lunar and behind the scenes, and this is where we check in and ground or anchor something or permanently release something so that we can continue on to the next season successfully. Right? So this is like any other cycle where we have two points and we meet at the midpoint to check in so that we finish that strong. Right? So right now we're in the midpoint between winter solstice and spring equinox. So we're in the halfway point between the conception and the birth. So that's why this is the spark of initiation, the purification and cleansing that happens before a birth happens. Right? So we are inviting a renewal of the light. The light is returning in this hemisphere, and the days are getting longer, and the nights are getting shorter. Cross quarters are considered the gates of power, the in-between, the midpoint between the solstices and equinoxes. This is the sweet spot between seed and new life. This particular one is purification through fire and water, and is preparing space for new energy. This is the season that you commit to the process of nurturing the intentions that you set for the new year around winter solstice. In order to create anew, often sacrifices and changes must be made. This time of year also coincides with several celebrations when many cultures give up something cherished in an effort to cleanse, clean, and clear a space for renewed growth within your being and your environment. This is about clearing the space for the new to come in. You should prepare as if it has already arrived. This season will culminate in six months, that's August of 2022, with the Leo Gate of Power, Cross Quarter, and what we call Lamas. So what would you like to create by then? We're being inspired with the new beginning now. What do you want in full blossom by August? What are you willing to give up to further your goals? What are you willing to fight for to preserve within or around you? What relationships are you cultivating? So deep breath. 
we're still reviewing that, but this is part of the season, the next six weeks. We're going to focus on this new beginning so that we can prepare for spring equinox in all new ways to launch a new year officially. Then we have Friday the 4th when Mars will sextile Jupiter. This is powerful. This energy will help you figure out what your deepest desires and authentic truth really are for you. If you are not sure, this expansion will illuminate the possibilities for you. This is a potent opportunity to take things to the next level. Mars often lends a boost of energy, so definitely be active. Work on some physical activity, but don't overdo it. Make any presentations you need to make. Negotiate any contracts or deals you need to, because all is supported for you knowing who you are and what you want in a way that conveys without much effort on your part, okay? That's when you're just naturally being you and you magnetize naturally what you need. It's so brilliant. The effort required to achieve this easy energy is to actively pursue your desires, to expand your horizons by learning something new, by being around other like-minded or like-hearted souls, and putting that extra energy behind some worthy project, starting with you. Same day, on Friday the 4th, we have Sun conjunct Saturn. Now, this is an annual initiation we get to work with all the time, but it may be the last one in Aquarius. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. This energy gives you a strong dose of purpose and direction, but also reminds you that those big dreams require a solid foundation in order to flourish. The wheels that get set in motion this week are creating your future, for better or worse, so pay attention. While this is often about career matters, it is also about your responsibilities in general, the things you have to do that cannot be delegated to others. This is a great energy for organizing and planning, creating order, and getting yourself or your life together in some way that fortifies your position and increases your value. If you don't do the work that you know you are supposed to be doing at the moment, you will only feel worse. So don't delay anything that can and probably should be done sooner versus later. This energy can also make you feel a little lonely or depressed. Don't give in to that. There is a time to be out and about and a time to get down to business. And right now, you have probably already put some things off, and that is only going to contribute further to your stress levels. Make a list of things to do, prioritize them, and start checking them off. Deep breath. So the more we deepen our dedication, the more serious we get when we're working with Saturn, then the more success we have. If we flake out or we get weak and apathetic, it doesn't go as well. And this is an initiation for you, the individual, or your identity and purpose. The direction of the year is getting set in place. And like I said, we only get two to three shots of this combo in Aquarius. So that part of your life is getting some renewal and then Saturn goes on its way and takes 30 years to come back. So this is a powerful initiation and relatively rare, even though it does happen every year. Okay, y'all, that's our week. I'm very grateful for the community. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.